Hey friends, thanks for tuning in to the Church Planner Podcast. Before we started today, wanted to tell you about a really special opportunity. Our friends at the Micro Church Conference put on by Brave Future, um, happening April 18th through the 20th in Kansas City. This is for all of you who are wondering what is a new kind of paradigm for missional church planting and church multiplication through smaller expressions of church, what they call rediscovering the smaller way. It's happening April 18th through the 20th. Kansas City is being hosted by Kansas City Underground. It's going to be a great weekend. And they've given us four free registrations to give away. Normally the price is $90, but we will get you into the conference for free. We have four of those. What you can do to enter is go on our Instagram at Church Planter Podcast. And there you'll find um, a, a DM button. Click that DM button. Send us a DM with your email on it and your name and where you serve. So email, name, where you serve, and you'll be entered to win one of four micro church conference registrations. You just get yourself to Kansas City and uh, you can be there and learn a ton from our friends at Brave Futures. Hope you enjoy the show today. If you're a bivocational pastor, then this special Flash episode is just for you. I'm Pete Mitchell, and in between our regular Church Planner podcast episodes, I'll be bringing you insight and ideas to help our Bivo pastors have an easier and more profitable go at it. If you'd like more info on the training program specifically for bivocational pastors, you can check it out at missionbybusiness.com. Hey, an interesting thing happened at church today. So I go to a small little uh, church plant. As you might expect, being the co-host of the Church Planner podcast and publisher of Church Planner magazine, and uh, recently we had a, uh, a new pastor come on board for uh, worship. A great worship leader, really good, uh, young guy. I mean, he, I think he's, well, I know he's still in college. And uh, interestingly enough, when he did his little you know, talk, his introduction, here's who I am, that kind of a thing. Uh, you know, he was saying, hey, you know, I go over here to Biola University, which is my alma mater. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm hoping once I'm out of college that I can get into full-time ministry. And it was funny because the second I heard that, I immediately thought to myself, well, not if I can help it. And I know that sounds funny, especially to people in ministry. If you've been listening to the Church Planner podcast uh, reading Church Planner Magazine for any length of time. Peyton Jones and I have been doing both of those for, I think, almost seven years or coming up on seven years. Um, the reason why I'm not a, a huge uh, proponent, I, I have no problem if someone's been called to full-time ministry. I think that's fantastic. Um, God definitely calls people to full-time ministry. But what I've noticed is that if you really want to have an impact in your community, you got to get out into the community. See, it's really safe in our churches. It's really safe uh, to be known as the pastor, right? And and that's your church. And if anybody wants to hear about God, if anybody wants to hear about Jesus, well, they know where you're going to be. That's a very safe position to be in. So I get the the allure of it. I get how uh, we, we get enticed by it. And I think a lot of people end up in full-time ministry uh, because they they feel called, right? I mean, that's that's the whole reason why you got into ministry is you felt called to be in ministry. And if the opportunity for full-time ministry comes along, I mean, most people jump at that. 
Peyton has shared so many times on the podcast how he went to Wales as a missionary, him and his wife, and no one got saved until 9-11 hit, his funding dried up, and when his funding dried up, he had to go get a job. And that was when the first person got saved. It was right there on the, the, uh, the floor talking with a coworker. In fact, um, I think they like put together TVs. I think that was the job. It was like assembly or something like that. And he's like, you know, I'm putting together these devil boxes, right? You know, the TV. And yet that's when people started to get saved. Now, why was that, right? They could have gone to Peyton's church, right? They could have gone and heard him, but he was there. He was doing life, right? The missional movement is so uh, in love with the phrase doing life together. And yet, if we're in ministry, doing life together is a lot more than just showing up on Sunday. It's literally doing life together. What could be doing life together more than actually working with people, spending 40 plus hours a week with them, getting to know your clients, getting to know um, your coworkers, getting to just be around the community. There's probably nothing that gets you out into the world more than your work. And the reason why I bring this up is I think there is just too much of a of an allure, of a draw, of a I want to be in full-time ministry. And again, if God's called you to that, I'm cool with that. I have no problem with that. I just think people are really missing the real opportunity that's right there in front of them, which is to be able to, to meet, hang out, get to know, do life together with people who aren't saved and we have something different in common with them. You know, one of the reasons why I do competitive shooting is because it puts me in a different environment. I'm around people who I wouldn't normally be around. Now, granted, I absolutely love shooting, right? I mean, that's that's a big deal for me. If you guys listen to podcasts, you know that about me. But I also see it as part of what my ministry is. My ministry is to reach out to these guys and gals in a way that no one else is going to do it. So I'm just bringing all this up to encourage you, if you're bivocational, man, I think you have the opportunity to do more as a bivocational minister, even if you don't have a church anymore, right? We're all called to spread the gospel and doing it there in the workplace, you'll have one of the biggest impacts you will anywhere at any time. So I just want to encourage you along that. And by the way, of course, if you're at all interested in the type of stuff that I do and the pastors that I work with. Now, I, I got a special program. I train pastors on how to be uh, what is called a business growth consultant. That's what I do. That's how I know how to make a living. And so I've taken a bunch of pastors through the program. Uh, I mean, these guys, I mean, it's been a life-changing experience for them. Um, if that's something you'd be interested in, it's certainly not for everyone. I set up a free training it's at missionbybusiness.com. You can go check it out. If after you go through the training, you're like, hey, I want to know more about this, then you're going to be able to set up a call with me. You and I will get on the phone and we'll talk. Um, I, it's not a just join program. I, I don't want just anybody in it. I want to make sure that it's going to be a right fit for you because one, it's a big, it's a big, excuse me, man, I got to frog in my throat there. It's a big commitment on your part. It's a big commitment on my part. 
And so I want to make sure that it's going to be a good fit. So if you want to check it out, check out missionbybusiness.com. If I encourage you is to realize that that isn't a failing, it isn't a shortcoming to not be in full-time ministry. I think God uses that more than he does full-time ministry. Because look at most of the world. Most of the world does not have full-time ministers by any stretch of the imagination. Does that mean God doesn't love the rest of the world? I mean, because he's not giving them full-time ministers? No, of course not. He loves them so much, he's giving them bivocational ministers. All right, guys. Talk to you later.